and welcome to a new era of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That was awesome. I have been wanting to say that for so long. Today's episode of Locked On Gators is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I am your new host, Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I am also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all my written work. And I am incredibly excited to get going with Locked On Gators, since for those of you who don't know me, I'm a lifelong diehard Gators fan, so I'm ready. (laughs) We're going to start off today by talking about the Florida Gators Pro Day, which was yesterday. We'll start off talking about the offensive side of the ball, then we'll go to defense, and then we're going to listen to some clips from the Pro Day media session from Trayvon Grimes, Marco Wilson, and Kadarius Toney. And for tomorrow's episode, I'll include clips from tight end Kyle Pitts, offensive tackle Stone Forsyth, and quarterback Kyle Trask. Following Florida football's historic offensive season this past year it's no surprise that they had a ton of offensive talent represented at their pro day today we're going to start off with i don't even know how you can describe this man tight end offensive weapon or as florida football head coach dan mullen called him unicorn kyle pitts dominated in just about every possible way this past season and he continued his dominance at the pro day Kyle Pitts has always been known as just being an absurd athlete, known for his versatility, athleticism, and skill set. But today, he got to put up some legit numbers for his hype, and that is amazing. He just built further further on it. He's six foot five and five eighths of an inch, so almost six six, and he put up a four 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 forty yard dash. That is absolutely absurd. So, can't believe he did that. His broad jump was almost 11 feet. Kyle Pitts is currently the number one overall player on my board. And Kyle Pitts also mentioned that he had meetings with the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Miami Dolphins. Important to note that with the Panthers and the Dolphins, he met with head coaches Matt Rule and Brian Flores. When you meet with head coaches... Just know that means a team is very interested in you. Kyle Pitts also mentioned that he has not yet spoken to the Chargers, but there is still plenty of time between now and the draft. Offensive tackle Stone Forsyth probably had the biggest day for what was expected of him. He had he weighed in at six foot eight, which was expected, but then he also put forth a 5-1-4 40-yard dash, and an even much more impressive 7-4-7 with the three cone. For someone at that size to be moving that fast and that quick is insane, especially when you look at Stone Forsyth did not move a ton at offensive tackle for Florida, where teams in the NFL could ask him to pull a bit more, and showing that his agility really gives him that opportunity and shows NFL teams like, hey, I can do this. He has told us that he is a mid to late pick right now is what NFL teams are telling him. He currently has a fourth round grade from me. 
and I know that Tyler Fornis of Coast to Coast Scouting has a third round grade on him. So again, the mid to late round seems just about right for us. Uh, Stephen Forsyth said that he has spoken to the Buccaneers. He has not spoken to the Jets or the Steelers. So those are important things to note. And next up, we're going to look at wide receiver Trayvon Grimes, who's viewed kind of widely as a mid-late pick, but he had a solid testing day today. He measured in at six foot four, two 220 pounds. His 40 really stood out, running at 4.49. I expected him to be in the mid to high 4.5s, so that's just a great performance from him. He did, unfortunately, drop a pass during on-field workouts, but that's not something that I am really going to harp on. Uh, he did mention that he spoke to the New York Jets, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. He does currently has a, have a 5th to 6th round grade by me. Uh, I'm saving my personal favorite for this late in the process. Kadarius Tony, offensive weapon. He had a phenomenal day today. We knew that he was going to light it up, but we did not know that he was going to be this big. He outperformed his 40 by about 0.05 seconds, which, while that doesn't sound like much, really means a lot when you're talking about this 40-yard dash. That can make or break some people. Uh, Tony's a first-round pick by my board. He spoke with the Eagles and Buccaneers, he mentioned. And he really lit it up. His 4-4-1 40-yard dash is better than I expected. I expected him to be in the high 4-4s range. I expected him to run what Trayvon Grimes ran. And it's also important to note Kadarius Tony's broad jump was out of this world. He jumped 11 feet 4 inches. So 11 and a third feet for his broad jump is insane. I mean, you could see the explosiveness he has that that really carries with him. And then last, we're going to take a look at Kyle Trask, quarterback. He had... I mean, a day that was pretty much to be expected from him. Six foot five, two hundred thirty-six pounds. He ran a five-one forty. We know he's not a super mobile person, but it's also very important to note that Kyle Trust did not have the full training cycle that a lot of other players have. Uh, late in the season, Kyle Trask had an ankle sprain, and it kept him out for a while. He didn't really say when he got back into training, but we do know that. The ankle injury is what kept him from participating in the Senior Bowl down in Mobile in late January. So he he got back to training in the earliest at early February. So he had less than two full months to train. Uh, he did look good while throwing the ball today. Had a few drops from his receivers that were just I mean, unlucky for him. Uh, Tras he's finished with around two to three grade from me. Uh, I would expect him to go sometime in midday to NFL teams, whether or not you care about his arm strength or his mobility. His mind is just better than the majority of draft uh, prospects. He also mentioned that he has spoke to the majority of NFL teams, including Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, which, like I mentioned when talking about Kyle Pitts, it's a pretty big deal when a head coach takes time out of their day to speak to you. Kyle Trask also mentioned that he's lost 15 pounds as a way to keep maintenance on his body. Speaking of maintenance, 
Visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I don't even have a car, but I just wanted to get familiar with the website, so I took a look around and I was absolutely shocked at how smooth and clean the experience was. Whether it's something as simple as brake pads, taillights, or if you want to just go nuts and add hydraulics to your car, I suggest that you go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that are available for your truck. Seriously, they have everything on this website. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and best of all, it all gets delivered directly to your door. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we're the ones who sent you. Get all of your sports news needs in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Defense was a major issue for the Florida Gators last year, and some defenders continue to struggle even at their pro day. Before I start talking about the current NFL draft prospects, I'm going to bring up one nostalgic note to point out, and that was that former Florida safety Matt Elam was on the field today working out with the Gators during their pro day. We've seen some players return to their colleges for pro days this offseason and end up getting signed, and Matt Elam is hoping that he could add himself to that list. He's gone to the CFL with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, he's gone to the XFL with the DC Defenders, and even as recently as, I believe it was last week, he signed with the Tucson Sugar Skulls in an arena football league. So he's hoping that with a strong workout and positional drills, that he can get back into the NFL, and we're hoping for the absolute best for him. But then looking at the draft prospects from Florida this year, uh, Kyrie Campbell is the first player that we're going to talk about, and it's because we're going to get rid of the worst early on. Uh, Kyrie Campbell is a defensive lineman who posted a relative athletic score of just .37 out of 10. So for those of you who don't know, relative athletic score compares your athletic testing to players at your position for the past 20 plus years. So 0.37 is frankly atrocious. We didn't get a chance to speak with him after his workout. Uh, we actually only got a chance to speak to Marco Wilson from the defenders, but uh, Kyrie Campbell ran just a four, a five, four, six at his 40 yard dash and struggled with just about every test. And then on a slightly better note, uh, safety Brad Stewart was another defender who just couldn't wow anyone with his numbers, really. Uh, he did have a very strong broad jump. He had 10 foot 6 inch, so 10.5 feet for his broad jump is very good, and that's the one area that he could have wowed at. What was honestly more disappointing than anything was him weighing in at 195 pounds. Uh, because he's six feet tall, so it's not like he's super short and stocky. Six feet tall and 195 pounds is really, really thin, and that's just asking for an injury to happen at that point. He performed just about average in his speed and agility drills, which is really disappointing from someone at his size. You would have just hoped for something better there. 
and then we're going to move into much more positive waters now. Taking a look at defensive lineman TJ Slutton showed off some surprising speed for someone as large as he is. He weighed in at six foot four, three hundred and thirty pounds, but he still ran a faster forty than Kyle Trask did, and he performed significantly better than I had initially expected. He'll likely be a mid day three pick, but his forty yard dash was five point zero nine, and. I mean, he performed so much better than I expected, especially when it came to the broad jump. He had a nine-foot broad jump. He is a massive human being. So being able to jump nine feet just from a flat-footed stance is absolutely absurd. He was also someone who head coach Dan Mullen was raving about, saying that he really bought into the process after his junior year and heading into his senior year had a huge leap and that he's expecting another huge leap before his rookie year. So Dan Mullen giving a ton of praise, and hopefully he is exactly right. Looking at another defensive back, Donovan Steiner, who had an even better broad jump than the other safety Brad Stewart did, uh, Donovan Steiner beat him by one inch, a 10-foot, 7-inch broad jump. He performed above average everywhere else with his 40 he ran a 45640 his three cone of seven seconds of 7.08 seconds was honestly very impressive for what i was expecting from him uh usually you want to be in that sub seven range and so he was just missed it so nothing to be nothing to feel bad about that was a fantastic performance by him there and then the star of the show defensively, Marco Wilson, who more nationally is known for throwing a certain clothing item in a certain game with a certain uh, purple and yellow team. But he had a pro day that really wowed everyone. He posted a 9.96 out of 10 relative athletic score, which is just insane. He had 26 reps on the bench press at just 191 pounds, which might be his most absurd number from the day, but he also had a 4.37 40-yard dash, which, I mean, being strong enough to bench 225 pounds 26 times, being able to maintain your weight properly to run a 437 he had a 6.83 cone he lit it up in every possible way his broad jump was even 11 feet 4 inches so marco wilson was absolutely the star of the show today at practice or at the pro day uh he even earned praise from senior bowl director jim Nagy and former auburn head coach gene chiswick Gene Chizik went as far to say that Marco Wilson will have a decade-long career in the NFL he's expecting. Uh, Marco Wilson did say that he met with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and if you want to feel a little more nostalgic, he did say that he's been leaning on his brother Quincy, former Gator and Colts draft pick, a lot during this pre-draft process to help him out. In just a few moments, we'll listen in on some answers from Trayvon Grimes, Marco Wilson, and Kadarius Tony from their post-pro day media sessions. Uh, but first, 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And as of today, it's MLB's opening day and one of the best days of the year, if we're being honest. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV shows with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up and i am serious when i say it's the best way to place your bets i've been using bet online for over three years now so that's personal experience Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Built Bar has the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is a championship between Cookie Dough Chunk versus the winner of Mint Brownie and Coconut Brownie Chunk. Personally, I'm going Cookie Dough Chunk all the way and it ain't even close. Go to BuiltBar.com or to Bar underscore Built on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who has been crowned the best tasting protein bar on the market. Are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Benjamin Solak and fellow Gators fan Trevor Sykema as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And just now we're going to lead into our interview portion of the of the show uh we'll start it off with trayvon grimes which this one is awesome for me because i actually got to be the one to ask trayvon this question so here it is brandon olson uh hey trayvon How are you? Uh, brandon olson from whole nine sports and locked on gators here uh you know you mentioned that you Kadarius, tony kyle pitts are all moving on to the next level who would you say is next up for the florida gators at receiver <laughs> uh, all of them. You know, we have a, a lot of great um, receivers. Jamarcus Weston, Jacob Copeland, Trent Whittemore, um, Xavier Henderson. You know, I can the list could go on. Um, like I said, like Tyree said, when he left, um, we didn't leave. The Gators are just going to reload. Um, now that me, um, KT, and Kyle Pitts are gone, um, you know, they're not they're not going to miss a beat. They're just going to reload, and uh, I expect the receivers to have a very good year this good year next year um, and go out and dominate just like we did this past year. Uh, I do have a couple of thoughts about that answer. Uh, first off, that was one of the coolest starts to a response, just a chuckle and then all of them. Um, that already got me excited for next year. But some of the guys he named 
were Jacob Copeland, Trent Whittemore, uh, Xavier Henderson, Jamarcus Weston. Uh, a lot of these guys are complete unknowns, and we're going to get way more in-depth on this as we get closer to the season and we kind of preview what's going to happen with the roster. But Jacob Copeland is the only one that we really saw extensively last year. So a lot of fresh faces. Of course, we also have a fresh face at quarterback as Emory Jones is the one that's going to step in. But uh, yeah, I, I love the answer personally. Uh, I like how he mentioned that Florida doesn't really rebuild. They kind of just reload their receivers and run it back. And with Dan Mullen at the helm, Emory Jones, I don't see a way that he's wrong about this. Next up is Marco Wilson when he was questioned about his versatility and how that could help him at the next level. Uh, well, just coming in as a freshman, I've I always been practicing inside corner, outside corner. I feel like that's just transitioning into all my years at Florida, being able to um, do both. And I feel like that's a really strong quality that not many guys can do. So I, I feel like that gives me an upper hand. I'm, I'm very grateful for that ability to do that. Marco Wilson touched on that immediately where he brought up that, you know, ever since his freshman year, he's been moving around the secondary a lot. And while Dan Mullen wasn't talking about Marco Wilson, he was saying with Kyle Pitts, you need a unicorn to defend a unicorn. And Marco Wilson is doing his best to become one of those unicorns where you could just move him in to multiple spots in this secondary and you can really get him involved just anywhere in the game plan, and he can match up with so many different body types and and receiver types. Marco Wilson also did mention in a different part that's not shared, and I mentioned it earlier, that he's been kind of leaning into his brother's ear, asking questions, and trying to pick up whatever he can, and uh, his brother has some experience moving inside, outside, so I'd imagine that that's part of it, and... I Marco Wilson to me great pro day he had a great interview and his tape while inconsistent shows that he can be a legitimate player at the next level to end the show we're going to listen to Kadarius Tony after he was asked who he models his game after and I really want you to listen to both names that he mentions because both of them to me they have pretty, they're pretty significant. I'll say that. Um, yeah, I like Devontae Adams. He's real smooth and so sudden at his breaks, and he catch almost everything. And uh, Camaro with his balance and stuff, like I try to implement that, implement that in my game as far as like when I'm on reverses, uh, got a chance to pick up a few more yards. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like I try to carry it over. There are of course two answers there, but I'm going to address them both individually because I think that they both hold significance here. Uh, Kadarius Tony named Devontae Adams as the player that he's trying to model his game after a little bit more. Uh, he mentioned Devontae Adams is so smooth and clean out of his breaks. And that's something that Kadarius Tony's kind of been working on as a route runner because, let's not forget, just a few short years ago, he was a quarterback. And for the most part of his college career, he was an offensive weapon utility guy. He wasn't necessarily a receiver, running back, whatever you want to say. He was just there, and he was get the ball in his hands. Now, he's become a legitimate receiver, but his route running is still not all there. So that's a very important part of his game to work on, and I think it's important that he recognizes that and that he's working on his route running and studying someone like Devontae Adams, who's a top three to five route runner in the NFL. 
The second name that Kadarius Tony named, however, was Alvin Kamara, a running back for the New Orleans Saints, and that one really stood out to me. Mainly because, of course, I've mentioned Kadarius Tony's an offensive weapon. He's not really a, just a wide receiver to me. He is an offensive weapon. Put the ball in his hands, let him make plays. And he knows this. He even pointed out a running back as someone who he tries to model his game after. That's very significant to me. I think that, you know, he knows that he's going to be the kind of guy where he's going to line up in the backfield, he's going to line up in the slot or outside. Everyone knows this. He knows this. And it's important that he's also recognizing that he's going to be just ball carrier. That is his role pretty much. And to model his game after someone like Alvin Kamara, that's a pretty big name to model your running game after, but it's also pretty accurate. Uh, I'd also like to point out that after this, a reporter mentioned he's got the same nose piercing as Alvin Kamara, which, accurate, so good job. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That will never get old. <laughs> now, check out Locked On SEC for more about the Gators Pro Day and the rest of the SEC, including Kentucky and LSU. Have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow where we talk more about Pro Day interviews and we talk about Trey Mann and Colin Castleton deciding to declare for the NBA draft and more, only here on Locked On Gators.